Hey guys, it's uh, Dave Barnett from davidcbarnett.com, the blog site, YouTube channel, iTunes, and SoundCloud podcast where I talk about buying, selling, managing, and financing small and medium-sized businesses. This week, I wanted to tell you a little bit of a story about off-balance sheet financing. And it's not, you know, an Enron story or anything like that. It's something I came across when I was actually looking at a gas station for someone. So what exactly goes on in gas stations? There's two ways that you can run a gas station. You can either buy fuel and then you own the fuel and you sell the fuel and hopefully make money. Or you can have the oil company put their fuel in your tanks and then you dispense it and they pay you a commission. So many pennies per liter or gallon or, or whatever the deal is. So what was going on in this one gas station is that they had a very low rate of commissions, like a penny a liter. And it seemed odd to me because most of the gas stations I've looked at, they're getting a commission of like two and a half to three cents a liter. And what, um, what it turned out was happening is that the gas station owner had accepted funds from the oil company to replace their tanks and, uh, and fuel pumps. And the oil company was being repaid that, and that money uh, through a reduced commission. And so they were paying them a much smaller commission until the money had been repaid for the for the new equipment. So, so, so what? So what does that mean? Well, in reality, the way that that should have been reported on the financial statements of the business is that they should have been recording the full normal commission as their income. And the repayment of the oil company's advance should have been a loan on the balance sheet. And so basically what was happening is because they, they didn't record the loan on their balance sheet, what they were doing is simply recording the much smaller commission as their revenue. And so it made the business look like it was performing much more poorly because they were repaying a loan without actually recording the income and the payment. Okay. So this is why when I teach people to, to buy a business and go looking for businesses that one of the first things I do is teach them to identify an industry and figure out what kind of business they want to look for. Because if you can identify an industry, you can learn about the industry. You can learn what are the you know cost of goods sold typically. You can learn what the you know labor typically is as a percentage of sales, that kind of thing. So you can identify quickly if there seems to be something wrong. And oftentimes when you look at financials for a business, you can identify problems. Um, but occasionally, if there's uh, something wrong with the financials, it can actually indicate something that's good. So in this case, the oil company is likely going to be repaid over three or four years, but those tanks are good for 15 to 20, which means that the business is actually, you know, probably a really good one, very profitable. Um, they are likely not going to go and restate their financials now that this has been pointed out to them, because of course, what this means is that they actually owe income tax. <laughs> because really the profitability of the business has been higher and they've been misreporting. So if they go back and change their financial statements and refile their tax returns, they're going to owe the government a bunch of money. So I thought it was an interesting little story. Um, and these are the kinds of things that, that you know you need to learn to look for. Over the course of time that I've been looking at financial statements, one of the things that I have noticed increasingly is that you, you learn where people make the common mistakes because a lot of the times the bookkeeping is being done by business owners who are not bookkeepers and they hand over their QuickBook files or whatever to accountants 
who are not being paid to do a review engagement of any kind. They're just taking those numbers and putting them into the format of a financial statement. So you can often get really unreliable numbers, which is why understanding how to verify and due diligence is, uh, is an important thing. Anyway, if, if you're interested in buying a business as the quick and easy way to get into business, then you should be taking my online course at businessbuyeradvantage.com. Um, there's a nine and a half hour course there. It's my one day business buyer seminar and it's been made into an online program which you can do at your own pace and you can keep going back and revisiting the modules over and over again. Um, I'm getting packed up to go on vacation so I'm putting a couple of episodes here in the can to keep you guys entertained for the rest of the summer. But I hope that you're enjoying yourself. I hope you're having a good summer. And um, you know, think about what you want out of life. If, if you're tired of whatever it is that you're doing now and you want to be in business and know, you know you can run a business well and you know you can give great customer service and grow a business and all that kind of stuff, but you don't want the risk of starting something from scratch, then you really should be exploring purchasing an already successful existing business. Go on over to businessbuyeradvantage.com and if you haven't already, Go to my blog site, davidcbarnett.com, and sign up for my email list. Look, see, it's just right there. You just fill in the form and put in the categories of topics that you're interested in, and you'll get emails from me with videos like this one and with other stuff that comes up from time to time. And with that, we'll see you later, and uh, enjoy the summer. Talk to you soon.